welcome back to the Essentially You podcast, all about reinventing your health with safer, cheaper, more effective natural solutions and powerful lifestyle changes so that you become the CEO of your health. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder. Last month, as I was reading through dozens of questions in my DMs, and I began to answer each and every one of these questions about perimenopause, thyroid issues, sleep, stress, immunity, and so much more, I realized that these weren't just the questions from a very specific person. These were many people's questions. And I know this because I've answered thousands of questions over the years, and I see many of them over and over again. And that really speaks to the lack of inadequate information out there about our hormones and our bodies. So what I decided to do is I decided to change the format of this podcast just a little bit and dedicate each Friday to answering your most pressing question, especially focused on women's hormone health. And let me tell you, that is a vast topic. So I'm super excited to dive in and answer those questions. Now, today is the first day of this new format, and right now, I have a stack of questions that I've received over the last month that I am planning to answer here on Q&A Fridays, but I also, I want to hear from you. What is your most pressing hormone question? Now, you can reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram, and Facebook, it is Dr. Marisa, or on Instagram, it is at Dr. Marisa. That is D-R-M-A-R-I-Z-A. Now, let me tell you, Instagram is where I love to hang out, and I would love to connect with you there. All you got to do is simply DM me or personal message me and share with me what you really want to know about your hormones and your body, and I'm super, super excited to get back to you and answer that question here on the Q&A Fridays. Now, today's question is from Isabella Wright, and here is what Isabella asked me just about a week and a half ago. Dr. Marisa, I think I'm going through perimenopause, but honestly, I do not know. I am 46 years old and would love to know what is happening with me, especially with my periods. They are erratic and really heavy some months. Well, thank you, Isabella, for your question, girl. Oh my goodness, perimenopause is a wild and crazy time for many women. And if you're in it right now, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, I call perimenopause the spectrum because it can really vary person to person. Now, perimenopause is technically that period before menopause. It can last 10 plus years. It can last maybe only four years, and it can start as early as 35 years old. There's no definitive start date or end date. It just really depends on what's going on with your body. And to be honest, there's no real way to measure it. We can begin to see the slow decline of certain hormones over time but it's really symptoms that we're looking for. And I'm gonna be talking about that full spectrum of symptoms in just a little moment. Now, how we define perimenopause is the slow transitional decline of your ovaries as a player in your endocrine system. So basically in a nutshell, perimenopause is a period that extends for that long old time before menopause when our ovaries are slowly declining in their role and their ability. Now, progesterone is the first hormone to decline in perimenopause. And this is super, super important because we see that a lot of women in perimenopause tend to experience more mood swings, anxiety, and depression. And here's why. Progesterone is known as our calming hormone. It's also the hormone that spikes up during our luteal phase. Now, the reason why this is so important and why we start to see a decline in perimenopause 
is that progesterone can only be created when we're ovulating. Now, I know that many of us think of the period, our periods as the main event, but really, ovulation is the main event. That's when we release that follicle, we release the egg to potentially get fertilized, and then the corpus luteum that released the follicle actually then begins to release progesterone. And progesterone will begin to climb in our entire luteal phase until it starts to slowly decline towards the first day of our menstrual cycle, which is our period. Now, as I mentioned before, during perimenopause, it just begins to slowly decline naturally. And relative to estrogen, we start to see some level of imbalance. Now, during this time as well, what really feels like the spectrum is being driven by estrogen levels that are fluctuating wildly. Some months, your estrogen levels could be some of the highest it's ever been. And then the next coming month, it could be one of the lowest months it's ever been. And what's going on here is that our estrogen levels are fluctuating wildly as our ovaries begin to slack off and then the brain is pushing these ovaries to work harder. Meanwhile, if we miss ovulation or we lower egg quality, means that we're seeing less progesterone to balance out that estrogen. Now, given this roller coaster of estrogen and the steady decline of progesterone as your body prepares for menopause, you're almost guaranteed to be dealing with estrogen dominance as a root cause symptom. Also, you will notice that your menstrual cycle is getting shorter. So what was normally maybe a 28 or 29 day cycle, maybe even a 30 day cycle is now a 26, 25, 24 day cycle. So if you're tracking your, your period on an app or your cycle on an app, or like you're using the DAISY you know, cycle system where you're measuring your temperature and trying to track everything, you are going to notice changes during perimenopause as your cycle gets shorter and shorter. Now, this moves me into another very common question that I almost get every single day, and that is, what is estrogen dominance? What are the symptoms? And is it happening, like does it happen most during perimenopause? And here's the deal with estrogen dominance. It's simply having more estrogen in your body than you have progesterone, right? So estrogen is, is going up wildly and you don't have enough progesterone to counteract that. So you can actually have low estrogen levels, and that has been me definitely, on a hormone test and still be estrogen dominant because the ratio estrogen to progesterone is still higher. So this has been me in a nutshell. I've had practically little to none progesterone and I've had lower than normal estrogen and still had estrogen dominance. And I'll talk a little bit about some of the symptoms that we should be looking out for. Now note that estrogen dominance can be caused by several different factors. Clearly naturally declining progesterone because it's a natural occurrence, that's a big cause for that. Next is your liver is getting its butt kicked, so we need to take care of that liver. You are stressed out to the nine because when you're stressed, you steal progesterone to make more cortisol. I don't know why that happens, but that is the way it works. I actually do know why it's called survival. It's more important for us to survive than it is for us to procreate, right? That's the number one mode of operation. Genetic predisposition, gut issues, thyroid issues, and it could be a combination of multiple things, right? For me, it definitely was a combination of multiple things why I was experiencing estrogen dominance. So here are the common causes or common issues or symptoms that we see with estrogen dominance and it can happen before perimenopause, but we definitely see it in perimenopause. So heavy bleeding. And this could be accompanied by an increased risk for fibroids and polyps, severe PMS symptoms, brain fog, sleep issues, hot flashes and night sweats, 
mood swings, depression and anxiety, stubborn weight on hips and thighs, tender fibrocystic breasts, and migraines before your period. If any of those, you're checking that list off, there's a good chance that you may be dealing with estrogen dominance. Now, the good news is that we have a lot more control over our hormones than we think that we do. And we have a lot more control over perimenopause. We can do a lot of incredible things to get our body back on track. So once you identify that root cause of your estrogen dominance, then there are simple steps that we can take to reduce this. One, supporting your liver detoxification pathways, supporting your microbiome and your estrobolome, what breaks down estrogen in the, and other hormones inside of the gut, your gut health, your thyroid health, and these are all essential to finding relief. So now that we've talked a little bit about estrogen dominance and perimenopause, I know I promised you that we would talk a little bit about severe PMS. So let's quickly paint the picture. I know you know what it looks like. I know you're living in it. You're feeling bloated. You're feeling stressed out. Your moods feel unpredictable. You feel like you're just going to bite someone's head off. Maybe your partner or a family member kind of walks in the room. They sense that energy, like they're about to confront the dragon, and they just kind of walk away, right? You're not sleeping well. Maybe you're dealing with mid-afternoon cravings, coffee cravings, sugar craving, whatever you need to get yourself through the day. It feels like you're dragging yourself through life, and you just don't feel like yourself. This was my life for longer than I'd like to admit. And I can completely relate to you struggling with PMS symptoms about a week before and during your period, especially, oh, especially when your period is inconsistent, right? One month it's short, the next month it's heavy, like it's just all over the place. What is going on? And I know you're wondering, will it ever come back, right? If your period's inconsistent, and then again, it hits you out of nowhere without any warning. Whether you have had PMS throughout your life or it is just beginning to run its wrath on you in your 40s, it's common for perimenopause to take PMS to the next level. And again, we're dealing with that estrogen dominance piece that is a big player here. Now, estrogen is the stimulator and progesterone promotes calming. Now, since these potentially are out of balance, especially if you're dealing with a high level of stress, your mood is definitely gonna suffer. Your body is gonna feel the effects of the bloating, the fatigue, the, the breast tenderness, the cramping, the headaches, everything that goes on when progesterone is not where it needs to be. So this is what I wanna recommend. This is what I wanna give you today. Number one, I really do recommend tracking your period so you get a better sense of what's going on with your menstrual cycle. It's, it's when we can measure it, we can really figure out what is happening. Also, I recommend running a Dutch test or running salivary test to find out what's going on with your hormones. Where is your progesterone levels? And remember, you always want to be testing progesterone you know, a week before your cycle. And it's important. I normally we say day 19 to 21, but here's the thing, that's for a 28-day cycle. So if you have a 30-day cycle, you would want to be looking at like day 21, 22. So again, it's the week before your period. That's when we want to look at progesterone. We normally give that little window of 19 to 21 days, but it depends on how long your cycle is. So just make sure that you track your cycle for a couple months, figure that out. Then you'll know when to take that Dutch test to figure out what's really going on for you. So once you've got it all measured, then there are some lifestyle techniques that you can make right now. Number one, 
extra grace is required. You deserve all the extra grace and lifestyle habits are going to be your best friend. So things like avoiding dairy, gluten, caffeine, alcohol, and sugar. I mean, spiking up insulin levels are doing us no favors. Insulin spikes are definitely going to cause us to suffer in the progesterone department. Also note that some of these foods can increase an inflammatory histamine response and your body triggers up more worsening symptoms. I want to also share with you, that's just nutritional, share with you um, some favorite supplements and things that you can do, especially essential oils. So oils that I love that can really support you, Clary Sage is one of my absolute favorite oils for PMS symptoms and for menstrual cramps. Frankincense is great for prostaglandins, Alang Alang for calming, so is lavender, Copaiba for anxiousness. Geranium is also a really powerful oil. I mean, honestly, my Superwoman blend and all of these blends you can find in the EO Hormone Solution book, or I've got tons of blends on Instagram in my posts. And then here's some, here's some supplements to consider. So two supplements that are a must, must, must are going to be magnesium glycinate. This is for hot flashes, sleep, hormone regulation, mood support, headaches, cravings, stress. I mean, name it. Magnesium is bringing the business for over 500 different reactions in the body. Now, I recommend 300 to 600 milligrams at night before bed. I personally take 400 milligrams of magnesium glycinate before bed, and it has changed my life. Next is methylated B vitamins, because I can promise you most of us are deficient. And I can speak to this, like I was taking a really phenomenal multivitamin forever and my B vitamins were on the low side. So here's the thing, we don't all know if we've got genetic mutations or concerns. Do we know that our liver is properly working with normal B vitamins? We just don't know. And so I always recommend methylated B complex vitamins. They can radically reduce bloating, improve mood, ease breast tenderness, and energize your body to combat fatigue. Now, I recommend taking a methylated B vitamin at breakfast or lunch on top of your multivitamin. Now, because I recognize how important it is to make sure that you're not wasting your money and your time on low quality supplements, because let me tell you, there are so many crappy low quality supplements out there. I did include these two methylated B vitamins and a really powerful chelated, highly absorbable elemental magnesium glycinate as a part of my essentially whole supplement line. It's called Magnesium Restore and Activated B Complete. They're formulated by me for maximum absorption and benefits. And I'm telling you, they are absolutely incredible. So I will have the link to those supplements in case you want to go and check them out for episode 185. Now, some other supplements that I highly recommend, one, iron and ferritin, especially if you're experiencing heavy bleeding, Vitex or Chaseberry, which is a well-recognized herbal supplement for menstrual cramps and PMS. I recommend, you know, you should see changes with using Chaseberry within three months, but it's phenomenal for helping to increase progesterone levels and it can help regulate bleeding. I usually recommend taking Chaseberry during your luteal phase after ovulation. Next, dried ginger in capsules twice a day. And this is phenomenal at reducing heavy bleeding, bloating, and inflammation. Again, you can just grind up a ginger root or you can buy dried ginger and just take them in capsules twice a day. Vitamin C, powerful anti-inflammatory, phenomenal for heavy bleeding and reducing pain and inflammation. Also, your liver loves it. DIM, which is 
literally a compound that is found in cruciferous vegetables that helps to break down estrogen and make sure that it goes down the right pathway. This will deal with any type of heavy bleeding or estrogen dominance that you may be dealing with, probiotics and digestive enzymes. And then if you find that the supplements and the lifestyle and the nutrition is just not enough, you're still struggling with no end in sight, I recommend doing a gut and liver detox. Now, I am going to be launching a live May group. So in just a month from now, I'm launching a 14-day hormone detox. I know that a lot of us have probably fallen off our good habits. It's been a real struggle for us to take care of our bodies. I know that I need a little bit of a reset. And so back in March, we had literally hundreds of women participate with incredible results. And so it just felt like the right time to bring it back in May after a couple of months of us being all shelter in place. So just keep an eye out for that. If you decide you want to join us as a group, we're going to do a full overhaul of the gut, the liver, and just literally rebalancing your hormones. It's also last but not least, it is worth having a discussion with your doctor. Again, if you are struggling so bad, there is no end in sight. You are just feeling miserable and you're not sure how you're going to get through the day. Like it's messing with your quality of life then discuss with a functional doctor the possibility of natural progesterone to help balance out the estrogen levels. Bioidentical natural progesterone can alleviate perimenopausal symptoms and estrogen dominance along with lifestyle and nutritional changes. Like the Vitex, you would take the bioidentical progesterone during the luteal phase, and I personally recommend a 2% natural progesterone that you can apply directly to the skin. That way the liver isn't having to deal with it. Lastly, last resources that I have for you, because I have a feeling that I know I didn't cover everything. So if you want to dive even deeper into this topic or into the topics that I covered today, I know that some of you are going to want that in more depth. Number 82, episode 82, what is happening to your hormones in perimenopause and what to do about it. And then episode 167, how to naturally reverse estrogen dominance, especially during perimenopause. All right, so that wraps up Friday's Q&A session. This was a doozy, they won't all be this long, but I just felt like, Isabella, girl, you needed those answers because I know you're struggling with that estrogen dominance and perimenopause at the same time. Again, if you've got a hormone issue or a women's health question, hit me up on Facebook at Dr. Marisa Snyder or on Instagram at Dr. Marisa. We will have links for both pages, both social media pages in the show notes for this episode, along with the episodes that I talked about, episode 82 and 167, and the supplements that I mentioned as well, in case you wanna check those out. Well, it was such a pleasure as always to come in and serve you today. I'm sending you so much love and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Bye.